The views expressed by guests on this podcast are the opinions of the speakers and not PCCA. This podcast is intended to be educational and informative. PCCA does not endorse or advocate any practice that is not consistent with federal and state laws or regulations. Check with your local board of pharmacy about any issues in your particular jurisdiction. Welcome to the Mortar and Pestle, a PCCA podcast where we discuss all things compounding and all things concerning pharmacy. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Delisio, North American Sales Director, and Sebastian Dennison, Clinical Compounding Pharmacist. Welcome, Compounding World, and welcome to the latest episode of a Mortar and Pestle APCCA podcast. Seb, it's been a while. It's it's been a hot minute, man. It has. It's it's kind of a bit bizarre. Um, it's amazing to see how Mortar and Pestle has grown and obviously how we have the ability to connect and engage with really influential technicians. And Aaron's been doing an amazing job with Tech Talk. And it's great to see the podcast is growing. We have different hosts, but at the end of the day, different topics, different, different topics, but it's different, different feel to the podcast, but it's awesome. It's still our, this is still part of our major platform. And we have two people here today that are definitely no strangers to the show. I think they're in the top three of guests. I think they're top of the top. At no, this I'm meaning re- returning, returning. Well, in, in every capacity, but they the fact that they're here again, hearts. it's kind of bizarre how time goes by so fast. Um, I don't know how many times we've had a chance to record an episode and we sit down and we're like, oh, the Gus and Daniel ones are so much fun because we have more fun even after we, we conclude recording. And then uh, we realize that another year has gone by. And when another year has gone by, it's another year of innovation. So the exciting part, when we have Mr. Gus Bassani, Chief Scientific Officer, and Daniel Banoff, Director of Research and Development. Welcome back, guys. Hey, it's great to be here. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. He, said there's, that, there's, he said that with his Brazilian accent, yes, which is hey. awesome. He did, but he knows it. he's got a lot of talking to do. Uh, so when we have the both of you at this time of the year, as you know, the calendar year is wrapping up, it also signifies an opportunity for us to release a new product. And that's a culmination of all the work that you guys put on behind the scenes, you know, ensuring that we have the ability to launch today a a specific new base. Um, You guys will get into the specifics as to what it's all about and obviously the the disease states that it, it impacts. But most importantly, it's, you know, it's around the time of international all the time. And, you know, a lot of our members get into the habit of coming to international saying, what is new this year? What's going to be the new product? We've almost programmed them this to be like, I'll say it on the podcast, but it's, it's almost like an Apple launch. Yeah. We've made the joke in the past, yeah. but it kind of feels like that. It's our annual event. It's our, it's our opportunity to showcase all the, the knowledge, the, the work behind the scenes and to release an amazing new product. So I will definitely not speak to the specifics of what it does. That's why you guys are here. Um, but you know, Gus, I heard you go through the internal launch, uh, where obviously this hasn't been made public knowledge yet. But you were talking about once again how we innovate and find a new way to to bring a product to the marketplace in an area that could have been underserved um, and essentially tremendously impact a patient because the technology uh, has not been looked at in a long time. So I'll let you expand yeah. on that because I think that. That's what kind of blew me away, but also made me realize, yeah, that that's essentially what we are and that's what we do. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you that um, 
we can only dream of of being in a position of of launching a product in the way that a company like Apple does. For but, sure. Uh, but that we love that energy and 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 I think. Um, I think the people that come to international have, have just come to expect that something cool is going to be revealed, and uh, and we we like to we like to build that 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 anticipation up. But but you to to address what you just said, this this project in particular, it goes back two years. Yeah. So as as we as we as we as we look at the 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 landscape of of compounding and patient needs. Um, we are constantly thinking about where are their gaps? What, where could we innovate in the area of drug delivery in a way that hasn't been done yet? And, um, and sometimes that innovation is not in drug delivery. Sometimes it's in automation of a process or, you know, just helping, helping our, our member pharmacies do what they do better and more effectively and consistently and in a, in a higher quality way. And, and we've got some great stuff in that area coming down the pipe in future years. But, um, but in this particular case, it's, we, we identified the arena of, of, of wound care as, as an arena that, that needed some, some, some innovation, uh, there's there's always patients with wounds and sometimes difficult to treat wounds as compounders. We know that and understand that. I'm looking at Seb. How many times have you been on the phone, Seb, and uh, doing Every day. wound care consults of just working with that pharmacist and doctor trying to figure out what what can we do a little bit differently for that specific patient to to just get them over the hump. I mean, and and these patients have gone through. Um, have gone through hell, you know, really, you know, um, when we're looking at wounds, we're talking about life altering disease, um, that has long ranging impacts, everything from amputations to severe sickness, sepsis, et cetera. Like it's, it's, it's a very difficult to treat arena. So innovation is welcome. It is. And, and I think, you know, our formulation and R and D team, Daniel's team, and I'm, he's going to start talking here in a minute because he's, his team, they did such a great job with this one. Um, you know, we, we just sat around and really thought about how, what are the aspects that we could do to, um, just, just improve outcomes in general, uh, and, and improve drug delivery and, and just the physical characteristics of, 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 of these types of uh, preparations. A lot of thought went into this. And, um, so we're just, we're just, we're thrilled to, to, to launch our, our ectoseal P2G product. Um, it's an awesome product that, that can be used in, 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 a, in multifaceted ways. And, uh, just depending on what you're trying to achieve in that particular situation and, and knowing our members, they, it happens all, all the time. They will always come to us with a question. And even after two years of deep dive into a technology, there's always a question that comes up and it says, hmm, we, and we say, hmm, I, I never thought about that. You know, I never thought about using it in that way. And that's a great idea. You know, it's just, there's so much innovation in our space and we just love to be a, um, 
a vehicle for to, to foster that innovation. So really, really cool. Can't wait for Daniel to tell the audience about it. Well, you just did, and which is great. And you dropped you dropped the name. I dropped so. the name, I dropped the the category, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much really cool technology behind this one. Thanks, Gus. So officially, um, our, our venture into wound care and wound treatment, Daniel, um, it would be great to hear you expand on on the journey because I know Gus mentioned in two years uh, yep. the development of ECTA-CLP2G. Um, obviously, the naming convention, you know, how we got here. You're going to talk a lot more about the product in regards to what you were trying to serve and then also work with members directly in this R&D phase as well to try to determine whether or not it was an impactful you know, delivery system and, and mechanism of, of trying to also treat wounds in a different way. Yeah, no, uh, first of all, thank you for having me here. See, I say just yeah at the beginning, but now I'm not gonna be a proper uh, introduction. <laughs> yeah, introduction. Um, no, but uh, uh, the, the, this product, like you said, was two years of process and was, was not easy because wound healing is a big market. We're talking about uh, totally 20 billions over. Uh, if you're talking about diabetic wounds, it's, it's growing every every year, especially if now diabetic is rising. And also there's so many things linked to, to, to diabetics, and especially wounds. And uh, with that in mind, we start to look into how we can develop something that is, is new or innovative. And that's, I think, is, is calling attention. It took us many months to think about, okay, what's going to be the concept? Because we needed to a concept first. We need to figure out the concept too before we develop the product. And we had this idea that we wanted something that people can apply and uh, and, and they can be easily to, to clean. That's kind of a start because one of the issues a lot of people, and you, Sebastian, can correct me in terms of the cleaning uh, the wound sometimes, we need to use some product that is easily to, to clean the wound. And also, how what it can do to just also to to help the microbiome. And that's the concept idea. And from that point, we started developing and getting some polymers. We just file a patent now uh, for the polymer that we cross-link it to have this. So we're going to talk a little bit more in terms of the how to, to apply this product. And through this, through this, this, this specific uh, developing, uh, we came across with uh, Jack uh, Dunn, correct? Mr. Jack Dunn. Yep. Mr. Jack Dunn. And uh, awesome in terms for, he has a lot of uh, knowledge for wound care. It's interesting because he said everything that he learned came from Sebastian and from Matt. And uh, we you, we start to work with him. So look, uh, do you have some case studies? Uh, do you have some patients? Say, Daniel, I do have a lot. Of, and right away, when you send the product, talk a little bit about the product, and Sebastian was part of this. He loved the base. And even last a few weeks ago, he he texted us. Said, look, I cannot tell how amazing is the space for the patient. And uh, as we show at the international, uh, he's, he's going to talk a little bit more. Uh, everything is, is related to how we can not just develop a product, but to prove the efficacy of the product with the customer, with the patient. And just answer a question, is everything that we designed of this product was designed to make the life of the patient with the wound better? And how we can do that? I think that's the, the principle behind of the, the develop of the space. So Daniel, uh, if I could interrupt you real quick, let, let, let's back up a second. 
and just break down the name here, Ectoseal P2G. I'm going to focus in on the P2G part. What does that mean? It means powder to gel. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's, it's our way of de de denoting that. So this is a powder base that has the ability to very quickly, almost instantaneously, hydrate and form a gel. And it has ingredients that mimic what we see in nature in terms of protection uh, in, in the plant and, and cellular worlds, um, which I think are, is, is very interesting. One of them is Ectoin, uh, another one's called Trehalose, and, and then you mentioned microbiome, so we've got ingredients in there to help support that. And, and all with this overriding intent of efficient drug release. So you've got a powder that instantaneously forms a gel that can be used, it can be applied as a powder, it can be applied as a hydrogel, or it can be applied, um, or it can be reconstituted and formed a gel right at the moment of administration. And of course, so that, you know, everybody yeah. who understands uh, drug instability and BUDs, yeah. that's, that's, that's pretty cool, right? Yep. So I know I may have, I didn't mean to steal any of your thunder, but I wanted to go back to that name and just say, okay, well, Ectoseal P2G, powder to gel. Take us through the evolution of the of how you design that powder dosage form and 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 the the uses the, the different facets of how yeah. you use it and and this is very important because I think that's that's the key of the the, the developing of the base and uh, when you say about uh, the powder to gel that's the came of the name but it's more than this because when we are launched that base we are trying to say okay I, I want it to be if you release a cell or get to your patient in a hydrosform, just a powder, I needed to come up with a gel or a polymers that is, is easily to break or to, to get in a gel stage with just a little bit of water. And that's complicated. As you guys know, when you, create, you work with the polymers, you need a lot of water or the solvent, and also you need a lot of time or heating, uh, mixing. There's so many things involved. This base was particular because we designed a product that is, is instantaneously, when you put a little bit of water into the gel, the, the powder that's going to create a, a gel. And this is interesting because uh, uh, this is the start. We, we create a powder, like you said, that you can transform in a gel in a matter of seconds. But that's not stopped there because if you put the powder or the gel in the skin and let uh, to dry, that's going to create a film. That's mm -hmm. going to be a protecting film. And uh, it, it's interesting because uh, when it created the film, is going to be a very uh, um, hard, not hard, but it's going to be very protective film. Mm -hmm. But this is the key is, okay, now create a film. How? What about to clean because I don't want to just uh, put it off, uh, put it off yeah. the, the, the polymer, the, the, the film, and then I'm going to create a worse problem. And that was something interesting because as soon as you add some moist into the area, more water example, that's going to become a gel again, and that is easy to wash off, to clean mm -hmm. it up. And that's, I think, it was the kind of the key. And interesting about that, like you said, because you said perfectly, because you can work with this product. That is, 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 is revolutionary in terms of technology that you can just work the API in a powder and just use as a polyxyl bandage, okay? Just use a polyxyl bandage, puff water, puff water, and you create that film and 
Perfect. Or even you just, uh, like you said, you can just uh, make your gel, create a um, reconstituted, uh, reconstituted. reconstituted the, the gel and apply, the nurse can apply, the doctor or even the pharmacist. And right to the, either right to the bandage or to the wound to surface the directly yeah. so that they can apply it quite much, yeah. much easier than, yeah. than just doing the powder because some patients do struggle with that. So right. continue. And, and one of the things for me, it's, a, it's, a, it's a interesting and we are studying that. Because we haven't been done some studies and, and even in animals or case studies uh, in vitro as well. And the, the, when you compare Poloxamer, 20%, okay? And Poloxamer has been used with a good results. And Poloxamer is kind of our, our goal. Like, okay, our base should be equal or higher than, than, than the Poloxamer in terms of efficacy, in terms of the... Uh, but one of the things interesting, all the studies that we perform, the, our product... Using APIs, I'm talking about uh, one of the tests was misoprostol and phenytoin and a final formulation, 20% powder, and, and also the other test with the Impolox Summer, 20%. The interesting part is the base that we are seeing, our base, Actosil, the result has been quickly. Example, on the third three days, you see and and wounds and and mice, diabetic mice. That's as you know, diabetics is complicated to heal. Our base was with the API. In three days, was very, in terms of migration of the cells, in terms of the healing, was much, much faster than the other formula using Poloxam. And the, the environment, the physical characteristics of, of, the, the, of the hydrogel in that moment would lended itself uh, to be and, a much more effective vehicle uh, for, for these drugs. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I think because also it's something interesting because we have some pro ingredients like acto, actoin or trihalose or, or uh, some other inoline. Those ingredients has a very interesting in terms of protection, but one of the interesting which saw, there's some, when you're talking about, and you, Sebastian, can, can say that much better than I, in terms of the, the healing phase, and the first phase, you need migration of the interleukins, inflammatory process. We need inflammatory to... to you need inflammation to spur on the, the secondary cascade of, of, of healing. Yes, yes. absolutely. And, and, and I think there's something on that specific phase that we are, with the base by itself is speeded up the process because if, if you can get that, uh, that process in a such a way better or, 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 or improve that specific time, uh, the healing is going to be much, much better. And uh, there's something that we are trying yeah. to understand how, You need why, to support those processes. Support, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think microbiome well, is it, one of the, the keys. It, it's a slide. The, the, the big difference here is if you have chronic inflammation, you get non-healing wounds. This is generally the case in almost all diabetics and geriatric yes. population. But from my understanding, from what the information is showing is that you actually push the slide from only inflammation into that healing cascade, which is going to be the difference. And that, um, that the white blood cell migration and activation recruitment and then, uh, ongoing healing. So, and, and, and Daniel, I want to, I want to tell the audience this, they, they may be sitting here listening going, okay, guys, Daniel, that's great. You got a powder for use in wound care. That's so one dimensional, you know, I mean, there's other powders out there like polyox mucosal bandage or other products that maybe are used in that are powders. What's so innovative about that? And, um, 
the fact is those products are very one, one dimensional. They're just basically a polymer system. Um, and that's it where, where what you've created is something very multifaceted that can be leveraged a variety of different ways and because yeah. of that hydration time, how the speed to, to forming that gel, um, the physical characteristics of the ingredients in there that help that, that facilitate drug release efficiently, uh, that provide the protection and the support of that of that environment, the wound environment, to get the in- ideal environment that you need yeah. for these things to work appropriately, yeah. um, right. and just you know, just be the, how that the rehydration and the film. I mean, it really is a, a cool system. And, and, yeah. and you said something interesting because one of the, my big question when I started to develop this product was just that question in terms for okay, what's the difference? What can make it something different? And uh, because you're gonna see. Block summer, it's amazing. It's good. Uh, the other gels, the hydrogels, that this in in, in yeah. wound. Uh, okay, is there any is there any place for innovation? And uh, so that's why I'm like, okay, I I need to come mm-hmm. up with something different. And yeah. that's what the, that's the concept. Like, yeah. okay, it's not just yeah. a polymer. And yeah. there's there's anhydrous ointments out there too. Yeah. You yeah. know, so you're like, okay, great, it's anhydrous. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. those there's are no so difference between those and Pracocil. Man, not that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and it's like, okay, but this is. We, I, yes, we created an, an anhydrous system because it's powder. Yeah. So that's important for drug stability. Uh, but then you've got, oh, how do I, how do I innovate on that powder system so that it, it can be better than the other powder systems that are out there and that speed to the hydrogel and the, and the, just the physical characteristics of the ingredients that you're using. And then you incorporated something very different. Yeah. And that is you consciously understood the importance of the microbiome. Do you know how many trials you made it to create this base? 110 trials. That means we failed 109. And uh, we, we got a one that was, was that means was, and, and it was a lot of work, a lot of trials because it was not perfect. When I say perfect, nothing's perfect, but I was trying to get at this sensation is when I put some water in it to solubilize, sometimes it's too thick or it's not to break down easily. It was, or had some issues with other stuff. Or other, or the, it was complicated, which means it took us 110 uh, to develop this formula. And, and I remember the day I was like driving and I was like, okay, what can do different in terms of the powder? Because we if we have a kind of the starch getting, okay, that's the want. And then I figured out the, the, the inulin, the prebiotic. What about use prebiotic? Because we know the microbiome and the skin and cosmetic, they always, now cosmetic is only talking about the microbiome. You're going to see a lot of microbiome products in the product, in a new product. And I start to think about that. I'll say, look, we understand that in the wound, uh, there's a lot of, especially in diabetics, there's a lot of lack of the micro, the microbiome is, is has some, there's issues on the, the, on the diabetic wounds. And that's why I start to think, oh, maybe if you can come up with something that uh, can improve. And, and to action. be clear, when you said, you said probiotic, probiotic, pre, pre-biotic, pre-biotic. Yeah, pre-biotic. It's, yeah. it's just yeah. my accent or pre-pro, yeah. Yeah. right? That's yeah. like, yeah. Glycolic key. Yes, I like it. Yeah. Yes. But but, but that is a very crucial part of the discussion because diabetics with their sort of unbalanced immune system, they're much more susceptible to these pathogenic type um, bacteria infections. And with the prebiotics, this is actually going to keep it skewed towards the healthy, normal 
uh, microbiome. Mm-hmm. And I wish you all could have seen Gus talking about the microbiome. He had his hands like clenching, like a perfect, Italian, Italian. like an Italian discussion of like, like pasta, flavoring, like, like a, pasta. a little bit more. <laughs> but it, but but that's where a lot of us are starting to see this development of of technology is supporting the healthy natural microbiome of, of, of skin as well as intestinal and yeah. nasal pharyngeal. Like it, it's becoming a much more well understood science. And and we're so far ahead of the curve because I think this is the only product that we've seen that's yeah. got prebiotics in it. And, and it's not just about the prebiotic, uh-huh, prebiotic, but also to develop a gel that's not going to affect the microbiome. Mm-hmm. And this is fantastic because we have a product, a polymer, that is, it's natural. I forgot to say that, it's natural products, yeah. which means there's some, is a biodegradable. There's so many things in terms of that to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just, okay, I'm using prebiotic, but also I'm not using ingredients that's gonna affect the microbiome and the skin. Yeah, and if you're dispensing it as a powder that is either going to, going to be administered as a powder directly into the wound or reconstituted at the moment of administration for application as a, as a, as a hydrogel, um, you don't have, you don't have a preservative in there. No. And, and you know, if you're now, if you're pre-making a hydrogel, you need, your, you need to preserve it. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, but those, those latter two examples, you, you don't have to preserve it. And I yeah. want to be very clear that, that the base itself is, is not the party. It's taking, no. it's taking the, the actors to the party. So yeah. it, it, it is a drug delivery system. It, it is, um, we're not we're not saying that that there's efficacy here no, for, no. on the part of the base. It is it is creating the most ideal environment for those actives that the pharmacist is putting in there on the order of a physician uh, to do their jobs in yeah. the best way possible. And because you said something about this delivery, and one of our concerns is okay, because you can have a beautiful polymer and a gel hydrogel, but uh, this hydrogel. They, when you apply the gel, one of the most important thing is to release the drug, because we saw a few problems in the market or in the product. Like you, you have a beautiful pro product, but when you apply the the, the gel, the matrix is not going to break and it's not going to release the drug. And one of many of the tests we perform is oh, look, look, how when you apply the product in the skin, I needed this product to break and release. Mm-hmm. What he says, the actor. I love that. Yeah, the the, the actives, the the, actives, the, yeah, the, the, actives, the actors, the actors. Yeah. The, and right. I don't know. This 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 is important. The ingredients that are actually healing, yeah, doing the healing, the thing, yeah, you know, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I actually, actually want to jump in here. A uh, couple of things that people may not understand if they're in the wound care, if they're not in the wound care space. The reason we want to avoid preservatives is you can overwhelm the system if you have too much preservative. If you don't have mm-hmm. something that's biocompatible or biodegradable, you can harm the patient yeah. with these with some of these products that are not necessarily compatible, especially with large wound beds. They're absorbing a lot of this material that they normally wouldn't absorb through their stratum corneum. So this was designed with intelligence as well as safety, as well as efficacy. Same. It's sort of like this triad of, of intent. And so now we're talking, we've got some information. Jack Dunn's been working with this. He's got a few case studies that he's presented on. Um, are we are we going to be releasing this information in a publication form for others to have access yes. to? Yes, we, we wanted that. We are uh, at this point, we are getting just uh, the information, getting more. Uh, and by the way, if there's any any customer that wanted to play with this base in terms of case study, please 
touches now. Uh, we are open. Uh, we can work and we have a PCA science team. Fabiana and Maria can can talk and discuss with the, the customer, the member, and uh, we can help them to figure out uh, ways to to do this uh, case study. And that's going to improve what? It's going to improve the, the the publication factor for for not just for the base, but for compound in, in, in a way. Like in the market is going to be appreciate that. And we are we are doing that. We are collecting more data and uh, that's our goal to publish the the this study so we have the evidence to support when you go back to another physician say hey there's a product that can assist in this wound care and here's the evidence because that's yes. that's where pharmacy practice is yeah. requiring so yeah. gus look you look like you had something to say yeah you know think that it's flowing the information yeah. is just flowing. um <laughs> we've been talking a lot about wound care and and I'm guessing that as people think about that that arena, they're thinking like decubitus ulcers and oh, yeah. uh, diabetic type type wounds. Um, what about ulcers of the mouth? That's going to be done as well. Yeah, I we. I mean, you know, just thinking, you know, we got a powder dosage form that forms a hydrogel on contact with moisture. You've got a moist environment. Yeah, that's, uh, whether it be in the mouth or other mucosal membranes. You could make membranes. the gel and then swipe it on, and then it forms a little bit of that barrier. Or, or, some, or, or, or the powder. Or puff the powder yeah, right onto it. Right Just kind of like historically, as we've Sports. used the polyoxymucosal yeah. bandage, um, polyoxymucosal bandage, you, you, that, that derived from denture powder, you know, mm -hmm. that denture adhesive. It's a very strong bonding yeah. uh, type of thing. This is different. This is This is... A, a different type of polymer matrix, but it but it hydrates really quickly, and could provide the. Uh, yeah. you know, but you, e even a puff, example, even though hydrates quickly, but uh, like Polyxio, normally they do the customers, the members, they puff, uh, spray for water or something, puff again three times, and the 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 film in terms of the the adhesiveness is going to be strong as well, which means mm -hmm. is is. Yeah, you're right. And VET as well. VET is another area that uh, we are now the doing The granulomas. The granulomas. We are yeah. doing some studies, case studies not right now with some VET. Uh, there's a lot of... Yeah. E e even... I, okay, I'm you don't thinking need to like, think about a big wound. So like cut. Like I was cooking and I cut my finger and I used that product. I'm um, seriously... And one day in an area that I cut was I start seeing the, the migration, the proliferation of that. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, which means is... I think there's a lot of... It's not just like you said. It's not just for yeah. For big it could ones. be there could be lesions and lesions and other you know mucosal areas. Uh, I'm thinking vaginal, well, rectal. Can, yeah. can, can I say I, something? I'm I, thinking I, like a lichen planus or a, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is I never I never say that before because in cosmetic also maybe to be used in cosmetic like uh, um, do you know I don't know if, I don't know if the name it goes but the people use like a, a Cinderella effect to push to kind of this have this kind of a it's like a, a facelift but a without facelift. a facelift yes ever is this kind of I don't know if you saw that like they people apply into the under eye and like They're applying oh God, a polymer, the polymer and it, it firms up the firm and it stretches up, the skin yeah. and it. this is something because can can be used as well I we haven't done any never thought about one, it that but, way, but uh, yeah. You are talking now about you're getting some, creative. Yeah, you know what the disadvantage is? This is so, such amazing conversation. The, the nonverbal communication amongst all of you, trying to explain the eye lift and everything else, has just been fascinating to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the audience can't see that. No, they, they, like Gus was doing the, the, the hand motions around his eyelids and it was really getting descriptive. I, I, and this is a lot 
of information for a lot of our audience too. You know, my biggest takeaway, and I say it every single year, and I think every single time we come out with a new product, I, I list all the innovation, all the amazing things that you guys have done behind the scenes to put the, the compounding pharmacy truly as the hero of the situation, right? <clears throat> Fundamentally at the heart of what we do, the innovation behind the scenes is really all about the member. So I, I don't want to overlook something because you guys shared a ton of technical information as to why this is going to work. Let's back it up a sec and keep it really, really basic. Um, most of the formulations, you mentioned powder encephalation, you know, what is what does the the preparation look like? How is it administered? Okay. Just do to, we have formulas already? Ready? I don't yes. want to overlook 40. that piece because it's um it's a big part of also what we do, right? We creme up the base. Okay. You look at it, you create it, and then all right, practically when we launch today, and and the base goes live, and you can buy it. The formulations also go live. Yeah, so so let's talk a bit more about that, just to educate our members as to what they can look for and how they want to connect and engage with our clinical services yeah. team. Let's say for powder, let's say two, two, it has two ways, powder like a puff or a powder for reconstitution, okay? Let's say for powder for reconstitution. It, it, it's easy, you're gonna get your API and uh, you're gonna mix with the ectocil and uh, the pen of the formula can be used maltodextrin as another polymer. Uh, it's just for, 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 for cost as well. Um, and we can use that and mix well. That's, that's it, done. It's not too much uh, to, to complicate. The one other part, just to, I'm going to continue that. We also, uh, on a formula, we have cyclodextrin to improve the dispersibility of the drugs, APIs on, on, the, on the area. And I think this is important. Uh, now, uh, imagine like this, uh, Mike, is, okay, you make it, that, the, the, the product, okay? You make the powder, you, cre you create it as like a, just a powder, and now we can give it to the nurse or to the pharmacist or to the doctor to apply, okay? Even to, to, uh, to the patient. But normally for wounds, special big wounds, uh, is gonna have a nurse or they're gonna give that vial with the powder, okay? Uh, the pharmacy now can do just to add some water or sterile water or um, uh, USP water. USP water. They can add that and mix quickly. And for a few seconds, you create a gel and you apply into the wound. That's it. And right. you can cover, you can use bandage or you can use something. Dental extractions, dental gels, dental, like we, we've, we've seen those in the past, but they were very rudimentary. They were just like a couple of powders mashed together. Yeah. Now we're talking about a polymer and something that's got supporting help. Same. So yeah. again, dental procedures and they can do the paste even in a dental office, so to yeah. speak. It, it, it's, it's a similar, similar kind of a concept. And I never thought about that, but yes. And, and, and it's easy just that. Now, if you wanted to create a gel, that's a, the only difference is you have the powder, you have your, your, your API, and you're gonna mix with a, a water and a preservative and just mix under MP and that's it. You created the gel, simple. So you may have mentioned this and I apologize for asking again, it's water soluble, correct? Yes. So very much like when we created Spirowash for to treat wounds, it, it was a water soluble water base, washable. water yeah. washable base. So that was an, another feature that was extremely important. I'm assuming the same thing it, this base is more in terms of the, uh, because the spiral wash has a water solubility, but this one's more 
like I say, in terms of it's, it's more water soluble because it's quickly, just a little bit of the water is going to solubilize. As far as wash is different to polymers, but uh, yeah. And how many and, formulations do we currently have? 40 at this moment is growing because we are doing more testing. I, more. I'm sending some more over to the formulations team right now. I just mentioned to Gus, I'm like, ooh, acne gels. Ooh, we and then the dental extraction gels and then the dental care gels afterwards. Like we've, we've got some really cool um, opportunities with this base. Just even from this conversation, it's getting me excited. And I've been talking about this space for six months with the team so yeah no yeah. Uh, I, I i'm gonna tell i'm so excited about this this product because it's the same thing there's so many opportunities i think it, uh, like i said just a few minutes we are talking we have uh, you already have some ideas because uh but imagine that I, this is gonna grow uh in terms for for opportunities it's gonna grow a lot of in terms to help uh, our I, members i have tons of ideas Dan. I, I think so, we should get together back uh, to. back in about six months and we should talk about where it's gone and what what some people are doing with it, it and what some of the cool things that they're doing and then that would be a nice check back for everyone that's a really good point you know yeah. like even when you guys launched suspended in hydras last year knowing all the specialty markets and the patients that it served and now it's it's obviously grown so quickly and so fast i'm sure you guys have even seen something so simple as a suspending vehicle being used in different ways to treat different things and yep. and, and one thing important is even for cost for 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 a pharmacy is going to be good because for for those type of um, uh, uh, to reconstitute powder reconstitution you don't use the whole uh, base as a QS example you just use twenty percent mm. to create the gel which means in terms of cost also is going to be important yeah. for a cost that's a effective. good point yeah, yeah. that's a good point and when you're when you're dispensing in, in a powder dosage farm your your diluent is. No, a diluent in terms of the just by itself, because we're talking about 15 mLs. In terms of we did some cost, uh, the price, if you compare today, how, because you use, just answer a question, if you use just a powder as in the puff example, just use mm -hmm. the base, okay? Because you need a strong right. adhesion gel. Uh, but we did a comparison between the Poloxibandage and with the APIs and everything, the price, it, it's a little, it, it's a little bit less expensive than for cost in terms for for compound and uh, because you're going to use this to 20 20 grams is not just a high volume but even for a high volume if you compare with the polyxibandage is less expensive than polyxibandage in terms of final uh, formulation cost and also the one of the thing is and jack brought up this saves a lot of time because for him to make, as an example, poloxomer, they need the time to create the poloxomer, to mix poloxomer. As you know, poloxomer has, it's not easy to, to, to work with in, in the beginning, to create that. And then, uh, and hydration then, time, yeah, hydration storage, time, and it's, look, it's easy yeah. because I don't yeah. need it to concern to make it uh, leaders of the, the, the poloxomer, just, uh, and yeah. And, and, and uh, for Gus, you brought up something interesting. Example, if you wanted to use a powder as well, they forgot that you can use multigrain as well. We can mix. The as only a, thing I'm going to add, diluent. yeah, but it's going to be a little bit high percentage. You can use it in both ways. You can use it just by itself in a powder, okay, in the puff, mm -hmm. or you can use uh, at thirty percent, thirty-five percent of the base and QS with, with the multigrain. Yeah, and multigrain is the for for so far has been the most in terms of the work very good with the base because high solubility high water solubility and there there's no hygroscopicity is very low hygroscopicity if you compare example against xylitol yes yeah yeah and and the other thing i'll mention because we haven't talked about it is uh, 
we you designed the base to help facilitate dissolution and distribution of actives. There's some ingredients in there like cyclodextrin, cyclodextrin yeah. that help help with that. Yeah, so. Cyclodextrin is is one of the key in terms because uh, we are doing some work for on formulation. We want to make sure that uh, we're going to have some dispersibility, improved dispersibility for for that. Especially especially if you work with the powder. If you work with the powder, you need some ingredients that improve the dispersibility of the drug and works well. Amazing guys, amazing body of work. Congratulations on another amazing accomplishment. I think yeah. you guys will give you the round of applause internally. Um, it's just, it's amazing to see what you guys do behind the scenes. And I know you keep it even very secretive here. You connect with people like Sebastian in clinical and engage them and obviously engage certain members, but um, it's, it's great for our membership. It's once again, that time of year, as I said, when we started the podcast, something new to look at, something new to market, something new to discuss with, with practitioners and obviously specific patients uh, yeah. to treat people in different ways. And I think that's the goal of, of how you guys innovate. And I, and I wanted to say thank you to the whole people that's involved because um, normally when we develop a base, we start with the only few people know. And it's very difficult for people, a lot of people, to know the base engineer in, in like the beginning of the year. Uh, because we have the calendar, it's like we normally don't open any formation until we know that it's, it's good to go. But this one is different. There's one because we need people strategically thinking. We need people that know, we understand, won't care. And that we connect to, to Sebastian, to Matt, to Mark, and to other people. We get a formulation a team in beginning, which we get of R&D. There's so many people involved to, to, to give. And it was interesting because sometimes I had a meeting and I was thinking and something like a little different. And someone, hey, what about this then? Like, oh, this can be, uh, I can figure out a way to get this concept into the formula. I think this is, was very, very unique. Uh, in terms of, of the collaboration between it, those teams. It was teams. fun to watch your entire team. So <laughs> Christine and everyone involved. Oh, so. Other people now doing all the tests. There's so many. And I'm not going to say all the names because I, I well, may forgot some list. names. A lot of long <laughs> names. But uh, everybody that worked with this project. And uh, <clears throat> I just wanted to say thank you because it was, has been a year now work with, with all the people that has some collaboration with the different concept, different minds, different view, even Jack. Uh, you know, I, I, and normally we don't we don't work with the customers like it way before, but I say, look, we need to collaborate with someone to help us to design the product. And this is the perfect trial, like not try the triangle, like we have the R&D, we have, uh, uh, you know, the member and we have the, the team uh, that's different people, different mentality, different knowledge as uh, we have this, this space. So awesome. Yeah, the the, the own internal PCC triad. Um, triad. So once again, just to remind everyone on how to find information on this product, for those that were live or watching uh, virtually, um, the launch that just occurred from stage is our new wound powder called Ecto Seal P2G, powder to gel, um, in regards to what the acronym stands for. And to find more information, obviously visit the PCCA website, once you click on the product page, just like every other base that we have, this is the best way to truly engage with the base, learn more about it, find formulations, um, seek out additional documentation. As, as time goes on, Gus alluded to this, it's, it's just a body of work that constantly gets added to that product page. So that is going to be your, your landing pad and, and, and really 
identify anything that you really need and then connect with our clinical services team for those specific formulations. But thanks again, guys. It was an absolute Thank pleasure. You. Another year in the books, another new product. So and I'm, I'm going to be waiting for the new, uh, for six months to get back with yes, you Yes, I think that's I a like great that idea too. and I hope our audience does benefit from that as well. Um, an opportunity to hear what the the membership collaboration has been like with the company and, and how the base evolves. So thanks again, guys. Appreciate it. I was going to say, if you have any questions on us, call us at Clinical Services, a.k.a. Wound Busters. There's your little tie-in. <laughs> we will talk to you in a bit. Awesome. And once yeah. again, to stay engaged with PCCA, a reminder to click on our website, pccrx.com, and engage with us over social media, whether it's LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, which is now formally called X. <clears throat> or it's formerly Twitter, now called X. I don't even know if we're on X. I just dropped that. But anyways, yeah. oh, we, yeah. can, we, we can always- We should be. Of course we're on X. We, we could always remove it. But nevertheless, guys, thanks again. Appreciate you listening to this episode. Until next time, this is Mike Delisio. Thanks again. <laughs>